Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The How's Your Father podcast with Johnny Cochran. And now, here's Johnny. Hello and welcome to another episode of the How's Your Father podcast with me, Johnny Cochran. I'm always here, so nothing special there. But um, those that listen to the podcast will know that I'm I'm never alone. Never alone. We've not we've not got that desperate yet. No, oh no. I've always got a sensational guest to help me illuminate an aspect of fatherhood for you, the audience out there. And this week is no different because I have a sensational guest from the British comedy scene. He's spectacular, very funny. It's none other than Lenny Sherman. Hello, thank you. Thanks for having me, Johnny. Good no to be worries. here. Um, and yeah, you get the one person clap, which all our guests come on for, <laughs> you know, that morale boost. Um, so Lenny, um, yeah, thank you for coming on uh, the podcast. You know, obviously this is a podcast that is centered around fatherhood, all things fatherhood for that matter. Um, and you are yourself a father. You have children. Yeah, I've got two daughters. I've got Florence, who's five, and Constance, who's 14. And they've got um, separate mothers. Same dad. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's you. Uh, for yeah. the for the s- listeners that might be slow on the uptake, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, two daughters. Excellent. Um, so so let's let's fire into the kind of whole whole, whole you know h- how you even became a father, not the process. We've covered <laughs> that in another episode. But um, okay. before you had your first child, your first daughter. Mm. Um, was that something that you'd always thought about and always planned for, or was it something that kind of more crept up on you as you got older? No, I was I was um, getting to the age where I wanted I, I wanted a son to carry on my name, my family name at the time, and we had a baby. I thought I, the the woman I was with, her mum, thought that was going to like last forever. We was engaged and stuff. Um, but that weren't to be. But anyway, that's that's life. But yeah, I was expecting a little boy, a little. Um, Blonde-haired boy like I was, and a, a little dark-haired girl come Because <laughs> we, we didn't find out the sex until the last minute. Well, we didn't find out until she was born. And we also I always said that I wanted to name my first son after my granddad, my dad's dad, which was Alfred, uh, Alfie, Alfred, whatever you want to. Um, and also the due date, my aunt is quite superstitious. The due date was the same birthday as my late granddad, Alfred. So we're like, oh, it's gonna be, you know, you know, your mind goes and stuff. And I thought I was gonna, anyway, the baby popped out, and it was a dark-haired girl. I was, I was, for a split second, I was sort of like, 
What's this? <laughs> I, I was very happy. I was very happy, obviously. Um, yeah. Filling out your Amazon returns form, were you? Yeah. <laughs> not uh, that, I'm not a superstitious person anymore. <laughs> um, so, so when you say about um, like carrying on your family name and stuff, mm. you know, I mean, almost Game of Thrones like uh, keep, keeping the Starks alive. Was there expectations on what it meant to have a child for you? Like what that child would um, go on to be, or were you just coming at it with open eyes and open and an open heart. I weren't like sort of like, oh, let's have a kid and have it on me toes sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? It was, I did want to have a family. Her uh, mum was at the time, but you know, we was in love, wanted to start a family. Well, just got to that stage in life. Yeah, no, fair enough. It was that stage and you wanted to jump into it. No, absolutely. So, so you know, fast forward six months, a year into actually when your daughter's here, was there anything that really shocked you about what it even drew out of you, maybe, in terms of how you were coping with it or the things you were being required to do? Anything that really kind of threw you? No, I can't, I can't explain. And they do, a lot of people go, oh, you have a kid, it changes your life completely. I, I, I didn't at all, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't see that. I didn't, I, I really, it was great. It's, yeah, seeing them develop and even like the talking, it's like, you're like, wow. Are they doing that? And we we all done it. You know, everyone does it. But when you see little things like they're they're walking and like just doing things. Even I'll tell you what I do remember actually very vividly when they first born. Done a few experiences. You probably will experience. Will you? But this was really stuck with me when they when the baby grabs your finger and they're normally doing that when the newborns. That was like that really that got me in the old the feels. That, yeah, that's, nice. yeah, that's really yeah. that's a real moment. That is that was. On both my kids, because you you're saying that it didn't change you in 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 a way that some people kind of de- describe it to you before you have children, but um, obviously it's a journey as it goes on and different yeah. things get drawn out of it as it as you go. And from mm. you, maybe because um, I guess when you when you say before that you would have uh, preferred a boy, it would be because you kind of know how to treat a boy because you're a a male, that makes sense? Uh, yeah, so I suppose a lot of fellas, maybe this that like alpha male thing or like that male pride thing, keep keep the family name going. Oh, I don't really bother me now, all to be honest with you. Uh, I've changed as a person, but back then, yeah, the boy thing, you want to take them football and you get like, do boy things with them, I suppose. But then I had my daughter, you know, I, I, I love it. I really, I enjoy all the girl things as well, you know, and I just... Having a kid, I don't think it really matters when it comes down to it, to be totally honest with you. Because you, 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 you like, you totally love your kid. Like, you, you love your children. Like, you never love anything else. It's totally different love. Definitely. Like, in terms of your role as what you believed your role to be as a father, um, mm. what what you believe to be important. So, from even your own upbringing, um, yeah. has that remained the same or has that changed as you've entered into your fatherhood like or or was it something that you you know we talk about these classical ideas of being that provider and that protector mm. or mm. Ha- ha- have those it, did you have those ideals or, or and or have they developed both of my daughter's mums are split up pretty early when the kids were born um and I always made sure that I've always been there for them financially and physically. I see my daughter. I always see my daughters regular. They always get money regular if the mum wants anything. You know, uh, uh, lucky the mums have been pretty good like that. 
like they respected that and so that's been good i remember a friend of mine years ago he's his daughter he was a bit older than me and his daughter said to his said to him you might have been a bad boyfriend but you've always been a good dad and that's something that really struck with me <laughs> really struck because my lot always said no matter what i want to be a good dad you know and i bond yeah i i, I do bond with my daughters in a good way I, we always have a, i've always had a laugh that's something that comes natural though but we do we have a right laugh over silly things don't really matter what we're doing or we're having a laugh and they're happy that's the main thing have a laugh be happy be calm try and be positive and stuff you know but that's the most important thing that i try and install into my kids and, I, and it seems to be working they're really good kids actually i'm really proud of them no that's love i mean so so in terms of um how you make that situation work talk me through the potential struggles because there'll be other people out here in very much similar situations yeah. the potential struggles that you might find yourself in and how do you navigate that situation when you're co-parenting but no longer in a mm. part like in a relationship yeah that's a good good question johnny i remember when i first split up my oldest one constant her name is when i first split up with her she would have been about two or three um i split up with her mum sorry and I was terrified, especially, you know, as, as a, like, a bit of an alpha male sort of thing. I was like, really, about someone else coming in and replacing her as a dad, um, which I think a lot of fellas have that when they split up with their missus, they go, can go a bit crazy. Um, I was upset. I was very worried about that. I was like, you know, me and her, but... Um, uh, kids are very, very loyal. They're, they're not going to, you know, you, your partner might get another fella or whatever. And the kids are very loyal. But like, if, if one of the parents is out of order, the kid will pick up on that and they'll remember that later on. You know, try and, always try and be a good, a good dad. So in terms of your relationship with the um, children's mm. mother as well, you have to really make a special effort to show that respect to them as well because like you say the children's the children would pick up if you were you know not meeting yeah. that mark as well in that respect yeah i'm talking about as a dad not making the effort do what you gotta do and, and do all you can if you can and like oh yeah we've had our ups and downs don't get me wrong it ain't been smooth sailing so if i've had a row with a mum and I, and I don't see the kid for whatever reason then I know, right, I've done all I can. Come people play the kids against each other, some parents, both sides. Not um, They'll remember that, the kid come back to bite you. So so from from a emotional, because, uh, I, mm -hmm. I, you know, just from the um, conversation we're having as well, like you've spoken before about that clamour to be an alpha male, you know, which has, you mm. know, been permeated, like, masculinity mm. for a long yeah, time. Yeah. Um, and yeah. whereas I feel like, you know, I think most people understand that this acceptance of male fragility and, you know, uh, needing mm. to be a bit more in touch with your emotions um, yeah. seems to have crept in a lot more. And do mm. you feel that that's um, a, a different expectation on, on the modern man, the modern father, and, and something that perhaps wasn't around when... You were yeah. a young child yourself. Yeah, definitely. And I, I'm like that with my daughter. I'm, we're very open and loving with each other. You know, so I love you. And I want to, I want to, yeah, I've set myself up. I mean, the younger one, it don't really matter yet. She's only five. She's not really at that stage. But the older one, I want, I want her to know she can come to me for anything. She can trust me. 
um, we've had situations before where she's, you know, she's been a bit like upset. She's just venting, you know, like we all do sometimes. And she's going, oh, I don't say anything about this. I look like, all right, blah, blah. Yeah, there is that closeness that maybe wouldn't have gone in before. I don't know. I'm quite, I'm quite feminine in a lot of ways, believe it or not. <laughs> and in that respect, your children have helped you kind of capture that emotional, mm. well, develop your emotional intelligence in that way as well. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You hinted at it there as well. You are an actor and a comedian. Right? Swiss Army Knife, he can do it all, this guy. Uh, um, but um, in terms of working in a field like myself where it is um, kind of inconsistent, it's not as uh, guaranteed as, you know, potentially careers uh, of yesteryear where you would just know what you're doing, you're kind of working in the same field for forever kind of thing. How do you feel, how have you navigated working in a... Uh, volatile industry whilst having those pressures of essentially providing support to your family yeah. and your children how does that work in the modern age well yeah i'm a comedian and actor I also work part part time as a fundraiser uh, i mean the acting i've only got into the last couple of years and i've got a good agent 18 months ago i think something like that then we've had the pandemic so yeah ultimately i think i'll 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 probably be acting full-time, all going well. Don't see why not. Um, keep working hard. And my parents have been supportive if need be. But, yeah, it's not It's not easy. <laughs> it's pandemic, as you know, slaughtered the industry with the stand-up and the, the acting as well. That's all stopped. Um, so yeah, it's been tricky. Same with anything. Yeah, I mean, you've got to do what you've got to do, haven't you? I mean, God, sorry, that sounds like a criminal. <laughs> well, they may not. But you got to... <laughs> Well, so I'm, not, I'm not a drug dealer or nothing like that. But no, um, that, that was the no, fundraising you do, you part get... you were talking about, yeah? Well, yeah. No, yeah, you just do what you've got to do in a, in a 
Laura Bardin White. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so you've now at least got two two daughters, and mm. they're quite not yeah quite far apart in age. Um, so you've mm. also mm. got that experience with the younger yeah. one, um, based mm. off of the experience you got from raising the older one. So what are the newer challenges you're finding that are presented from a, a teenager at this stage? Well, oh, don't the the boy thing is horrifying, horrifying. Um, yeah, it's all going to be boys coming along. That she's getting older, so well, she's been she's actually been having trouble at school getting some stuff going on. Not nice. Um, so yes, yeah, that she's she's got older brother, so <laughs> but I just want her to be happy. Really, I just want them to be happy, and I'm not. It took me a long time to work out. It's find what you love, do what you love, and try and make money out of it. I never really got that to a sort well, not pretty recently, really. So I was like, oh, which I didn't really know. And then I sort of got into the comedy and the acting and performance and stuff and really into that. But I, I, as a youngster, find what you do and just get into that. She likes economics, my youngest, funny enough. So it's quite random, quite a funny thing to say. And uh, she's like, really get, I'm like, go for it. I'm really, really, um, really pleased about that. She's like, she's, and that's been for quite a while. It's not like a little five minute wonder. She's Would like, she be the first in, e- economist in the family? More than likely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's the first one to know what it means. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, good for her. Yeah. Obviously, you've got your younger daughter, which you've kind of experienced those experiencing those younger years again for the second mm. time round. What do you find most challenging dealing with a child in their early years? What What's the most challenging aspect of being a dad in that respect? Do you know, do you know what? I, I love them when they're like young. Like I don't want them to grow up. They're so sweet and cute. Honest. Oh, they're hilarious as well. I, I love them when they're you know up till. I love them all the way through, but I remember my constant then they get to the age where, you know, because they love their dad and all, they idolise them, which they still do, but in a different way. And they're like, you know, they're laughing at all your jokes and all the rest of it. <laughs> they get a bit older and they're like, oh, good, dad, you know, like this dead dance. <laughs> that. But yeah, when they're young, they're great fun. They're so cute and they're just brilliant. Yeah, but I, I love them when they like, they so funny, so funny. I remember my little and Constance, my oldest one, she was in her, she was still in her cot. And I remember she got, she really, you know, just saying the odd word here and there. She, cause I used to call her mum, babe, all right, babe, the, you know. And I was saying, and then she's got up in the cot, she sat there, babe! Took a dummy out of her mouth going, babe, babe! <laughs> <laughs> she didn't really say, oh, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Little, like one year old or whatever she was. Go, babe! First babe! word, like, babe, I on. like that. I like that. <laughs> get get yeah, a straight down a fruit and vegetable. All right, babe, we're oh. two for a fiver here. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, she I'm... speaks very well. She speaks very well, actually. She's very well spoken, my this one. Mom, oh, really? My mum's very proud of her. Yeah, she speaks very nice. She's from Islington. But... That's a bit of a mixed bag, that area. But um, no, she looks very nice, actually. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, uh, so I know you've suggested, like, the fact of mm. developments, like, you know, um, potential suitors and stuff like that coming along is a bit of a challenge. But how do you see your role as your child develops into, like, adulthood? How do you how do you see that role changing? Because the whole point is, is... You know, one of the things that all parents get, you know, it's nothing new, is these are little mm. human beings that have their own minds, their own drive, their own, you know, free will. And they are 
only going to be listening to your advice for that matter for to a certain yeah. point so how do you mm. see your role developing as your child moves into adulthood and in there well obviously she's still a, she's already a young adult but if you yeah, get yeah. what i mean as she gets older yeah. and more independent all you can do is guide them and do the best and we're all spirits at the end of the day like my mum and dad my mum and dad great parents always wanted me to do well always supported me I was a little shit when I was younger. So you can't really, and you can't force it. You can't be too much on them because otherwise they'll do it and become the forbidden fruit. Do you know what I mean? You can't, don't do this, don't do it. But you can try and, try and show them, try and, you know, try and show them. So I, I try, I really, I'm really into this positive thinking and spirituality. I've got right into that over the years. And my daughter complimented me on that. She said, you're very positive. My mum's always stressed out. Because <laughs> she said, oh, that was one of the nicest things I've heard. So I try and show them things like that and and how you can achieve things in a in a good way. Um, Is that kind of, um, you know, showing them through your actions and particularly uh, like the, the mentality uh, and the importance of your outward mentality in shaping yeah. your yeah. manifesting your own, you know, future, that kind of thing. So that's an interesting, you know, thing because I always see a lot on your socials as well when you're posting, mm. and it, there is a lot of um, referencing the, on that positive mindset and positivity. Mm. How has mm. that, how, first of all, how did that kind of come about? That you started to really engage with that, and what do you feel it's done for your? kind of life and and how it has helped specifically with fatherhood having a this focus on positivity um i've got into it gradually over time uh and yeah i do, I do put it on socials because i know some people will see that and it'll help them the way i've seen it and it'll help to yeah you know these little things and i've had people message me and say oh i'm really it picked up on that and that vibe and it's because before I used to, I might have been, well, I was a bit confrontational maybe on Facebook or take the piss a bit and did different attitudes. Didn't really mean nothing by it, but it was a different attitude. And then I sort of like, oh, well, I don't know, I just got right into this positivity and, and got results and sort of just evolved as a person. And um, I've experienced a lot of results out of it. And I know... And so I do that. Oh, this is why I like comedy as well, because you're making people laugh. This is a positive thing. You want to try and you want to try and give in whatever. That's what I'm saying. Like what you touched on a great point. It's, it's all right. Everyone can talk the talking out. Right? You, you want to show people. We can all come on and say this and that. But really, you need to you need to show it. It's helped me massively in life as a father. It keeps me because I like to meditate. I meditate first thing in the morning, last thing at night. Because that's when your brain's most receptive. You set it sets your day up. And you'll do like positive affirmations in the morning. It sets your day up rather than pick or like you used to pick up the newspaper, didn't you? Someone's been murdered. This been that. Or you'll go on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn's done this, your mate. Or yeah, well, Boris has done that. Or these bastards, let's cancel this bastard. Yeah, that's all negative. It's toxic. Whereas you can, but even that with social media, you, like I said to people before, on social media, it's what you choose. You know, you. So I avoid that now. I avoid confrontation. And so, because there's no winners in an argument. Even if you win, you still lose because you've upset someone. There's, there's no, and you don't, you don't have to be right all the time. These people, and even now, with this vaccine or whatever the latest thing in Brexit, it doesn't matter if you're, if you're right or wrong. Just, all right, 
God, but they have, have a good day. They're, they're driving themselves mad on there over like just to prove that they're right. Who gives a shit? You haven't got to be right. You probably are right or whatever you might have. But it's 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 crazy. But with all this this meditation, it calms you down, gives you peace, and you you deal with everything better. You know, I see my career work better, my health. You know, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't take. I have the odd drink. I don't take drugs. I'm really healthy now and just really positive and. Even because some people would look at it a bit old softy, a bit like this. It's, it's actually, it's not it's strong. It makes you strong, right? If you want to, if you're a bit of a, you know, you've got this masculinity thing or, you know, you're like, you, you don't look, it gives you mental strength. You know, I, I don't, before I done my, I had a positive, I went in a dentist. I said, she was doing a filling. I said, don't give me nothing. And she done it without the filling. I'm doing it by breathing. And I took it. <laughs> I only ever done that once. Don't get me wrong. I don't do that all the time. <laughs> Or go and have freezing cold showers. I used to run a freezing cold shower and get in there just as a mental challenge. Just this little, that's a bit, you get, do you get my point? Does that yeah, no, sense? definitely, so, definitely. You, 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 if anything, through um, being a bit more focused and channeled, you're hmm, increasing yeah. your mental uh, durability. Like there is an actual physical um, component to it. But I, I presume, yeah. what, also what you're saying, that I, you, you hinted at it anyway, you're, you're, your children are seeing this and seeing mm. this in practice and therefore yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's something that they can take into their own lives. Yeah, it is. It's part of their life. They, they, it's like second nature becomes part of their life as well. And it's good. I like. I do like that. Um, so, Lenny, as part of our um, podcast, uh, there's all, always at the end a, a bit of the format. There's an opportunity for you and any dad that comes on here to give some advice to the listeners in a little feature that we call get your tips out for the dads okay and i'd be <laughs> remiss if i didn't sing the intro so get your tips out get your tips out get your tips out for the dads lenny sherman any advice don't have kids <laughs> <laughs> make sure you might be a shit boyfriend always make sure you're a good dad because I remember that, and they get older, and you're going to get old one day, and you might need your kids to look after you. So look after them. Uh, Lenny German, thank you so much for coming on the How's Your Father podcast. Can you tell our listeners where they might be able to find you or things that you might be working on? Um, Twitter, Lenny Sherman. Have a look yeah. on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. It's great fun on Twitter. I'll do loads of gags and stuff. Nice vibe. No toxicity. It's all good fun. <laughs> Fantastic, fantastic. Lenny, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Jody. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.